0: All right, so today I have Sarah Miller on the line, and she's the CEO over at Access Entertainment, which is an experiential PR firm focused in tech, entertainment, and lifestyle. Uh, Sarah, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Access Entertainment, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? I
1: think I've been in PR and experiential branded events my entire life since I graduated in another lifetime ago. So I've been at an agency, worked a lot of big brands, coordinated a lot of big events from fashion shows, sporting events, a lot in tech. So I've just kind of stayed in the same realm, and then I started my own agency about 12 years ago. When I was running a bigger agency up in Silicon Valley, I decided to take off on my own, and um, ever since then, I've been on my own running Access Entertainment.
0: Man, that's exciting. And, um, you know, there's something that you did that, you know, a lot of people dream of, and that is they dream of, you know, they they, they have all this expertise. They have years of accumulated knowledge. And, you know, one day they want to go off and do their own thing and maybe start their own company. Now, you managed to take that leap. There's some people listening right now are still kind of thinking about it, who are still kind of in, in, in that, um, you know, on the other side, so to speak. Um, what kind of advice would, and it doesn't have to be in PR, just in general, entrepreneurs in general, what kind of advice would you give to that entrepreneur right now that's listening to this, that they got a lot of experience, they've been in their industry for a long time, they have this idea or concept and they want to go launch it, but they just kind of haven't quite done it yet?
1: Yeah, but it's interesting to ask because I'm always a big believer that the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's just a different shade of green. And it really just depends on where you're willing to push yourself, what boundaries you want to put on yourself. But I got pretty lucky. I had amazing clients 12 years ago who saw my talent, believed in me more than I think i believed in myself way back then. And they're the ones that typically pushed me to move out of the agency, to be on my own, to do what I'm good at, and to really push the boundaries and grow. And I think that's the biggest thing that I always go back to when people ask me, how did you get started? Why did you do your own agency? I mean, I really give the credit. I mean, obviously, we're one of the top agencies and we're very creative, but I had a really good group of advisors, mentors around me who supported me and believed in me. And I think it is scary when you're with a company to go off on your own. You kind of have that unknown of there's no there there of what's going to happen. But I think if you just you the passion, the drive, you know, the leadership you're already exhibiting within your company, it's always a good time to take it out if you have a passion, you want to proceed with that and then have good advisors and support around you. There's so many people who want to be on their own and be entrepreneurs, but I think if that fear factor of failing that keeps them back, but I think that fear factor is what drives people to be better leaders and entrepreneurs should keep pushing forward and fighting to get to that next step of success. So um, I think everybody's different. That's just kind of the experience and people I've mentored. But I love when people take off and become entrepreneurs and in charge of their own destinies.
0: That's awesome. And I like the way you said it. the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Well, for many people, the grass on the entrepreneurial side, you'll be lucky if there's any grass. It's going to be brown and yellow, and, you're to, and it may not be a smooth sailing. I mean, nobody nobody guarantees that to start out. It's, 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 uh, you're, you're hoping that at some point you're going to have some green grass, but let's be clear here. It's hard work. <laughs> so, Sarah. Yeah,
1: I have a client who keeps telling me. It's like, empty field. Just keep planting the seeds and keep watering them and keep going out there every day then eventually it will grow. And I laughed at that at the time, but when I think about it, it kind of makes sense. You just got to keep pushing forward.
0: Absolutely. Um, So let's switch it up a bit. Um, Speaking of pushing forward, let's get into access entertainment. So tell us a little bit more about the company.
1: Yeah, so we're a full-service experiential agency. We're very big on the creative, strategic, go-to-market, public relations. Strategy, brand, entertainment, and execution on the ground. We're baking you know, on the sports and a lot of tech. We have the tech industry. We work with the startups. So, a lot of this is strategic, creative, public relations. We're working with startups. We're working with entrepreneurs who have decided to get into the startup world, great ideas, getting the funding, or helping them succeed, um, thrive, and survive on their own as entrepreneurs to reach that next point. So it's an exciting area. We also produce and run the largest award show in the industry globally for mobile tech and entertainment. So we created the Media Excellence Awards 12 years ago to um, honor innovation, leadership, and all things, tech, entertainment, and lifestyle for not just the big brands who are doing great innovative work, but for leadership for startups, CEOs who are doing startups, and in the first 5, 10 years, getting their companies to market. So we put a lot into, you know, getting other entrepreneurs out there as quickly as we can.
0: And so, um so that being said, what are you know there's some a lot of people listening right now that are in the startup space or that are in the tech space, and um, and they' they're listening, and they're like, "Okay, this woman's on here to talk about PR, PR firm. Um, what are some of the things that you find that a lot of startups and/ or new businesses do wrong when it comes to their relations with PR? Because I don't think any, everybody understands the importance or what, or what that even means?
1: Yeah. So public relations and publicity are two different things. And if you look back to some of the great legendaries in our industry of tech, you know, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. you look at, you know, you think Steve Jobs, Larry Ellison. all these big guys have written books. and. Oh, for example, you know, I'm a well, Mac user, I'm an iPhone girl, so the Steve Jobs on one of his books, he didn't have a publicity problem. He had a lot of press, a lot of people talking about and press about Apple and where he was going with the Macs. He had a public relations problem, telling the story at the right time, at the right place, the right market. You know, he's got to leave an impact in whatever market he's in. And, you know, everybody's racing the global economy to be recognized. So publicity and public relations are two separate things, and that's kind of the start of an education process because like you said most people don't understand what PR is and it's more than just printing out a press release it's getting into the market it's getting that strategy getting creative to make your mark to tell your story to be seen and viewed as authority leader in your space and it's like the bike all the folks have got to be moving forward to get to that next level it's not just about the press is not just at the messaging. You know, it's about how to position yourself. It's about getting funding the right way to get funding. And I think there's a big misperception with a lot of these startups who don't want to do public relations or think that they put out a press release or a Twitter or a post on their LinkedIn, build it and they will come and- Ten, fifteen years ago, that would but in today's market ninety seven percent of companies startups fail miserably in the first year or two. they don't have public relations. they've got to tell that story that stake in the ground and really be seen and viewed as a leader in their field. I think that's where the mis um I think that's where the perceptions kind of skewed a little bit in the startup space.
0: No, that's awesome. And uh let's us, let's spend some time on uh the Mobile Excellence Award. So uh for those that haven't heard of them, that aren't in the industry, um, let's talk about that a little bit more. So first explain the awards and some of the things that you honor.
1: Yeah, so twelve years ago I actually grabbed a few clients, a few Good friends, like, hey, we need a board. We're going to do a big event just to honor <laughs> startups who are fighting to get recognition. And I was chair for another global infinity group at the time. But I thought, you know what, panels are panels. It gets to a point to where we all know what's on a panel and it's all salesy. So I'm going to do awards to honor some of these best and innovative companies. Being a PR for an event girl. I thought this could be fun. So it was one year. It was phenomenally successful. Um, Year two was like, hey, when are submissions open again? I'm like, submissions are what? I'm like, oh, the MEA, the Mobile Excellence Awards. I crew back everybody. Okay, (laughs) one more year. Just one more year, guys, because I'm an agency. We're young in the industry. I just started and We got it from our reputation. And we're like, okay, so everybody rallied back. We get back to year two. It was amazing. Then I just said, hey, when are submissions open again? Year three. I'm like, Oh, crap. So I had to go to our board now. We need a website. We got to go year three. Had no Business Plan it was a one-off event that got out of hand on the Sparkly side in December. Went to Paramount, and we are now literally in our 12th year. We just announced finalists this week for year 12. Oh. Year 13 opens, and it's funny because I look at my board, and they were all, you know, CEOs, young entrepreneurs in the startup space. Now they're with, you know, Fremantle, the Grammys, L Rey, big studios. They've really grown over the years, and we're all like, oh, my God, it's been 13 years. But we started out at the <laughs> Mobile Excellence Awards, and then we moved to the Media Excellence Awards because we were so ahead of mobile, but mobile is no longer a standalone on a screen it's on multi screens multimedia content apps uh, integration u i there's sports music entertainment branding, so we moved it to the ME, it's always the m e a s and it just it's like it's like the Oscars of mobile we are innovation and leadership in nothing things mobile media tech and entertainment globally, so we're really the only awards program that honors that upper level of the best of excellent. like 15, 20, 30 categories every year, and it's just timing nuts. I did not have a business plan, so I'm probably not a good person to talk about having this type business plan every time. It was napkins, it was late at night, it was phone calls, or maybe a sports game, I don't remember, and I'm like, let's just do this, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, it's year three, year four, year five. So um, we, <laughs> just, we just, I'm like, okay, year one was just a one-off event, but we're going into year 13 now, guys. So um, it's good, though. I love seeing some of the hard work that people do in innovation that most people may not be aware of because it could be lack of PR budget. It could be lack of any reason. So it's great to host the um, MEAs every year around this time for the industry.
0: Man, that's exciting. Um, so, Sarah, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Access Entertainment or the MEAs, um, what's the best route for them to get that info?
1: Yeah, you can go to um, wwwdotaccess axis entertainmentcom which is the agency, and then mediaxawards.com for the MEAs.
0: Fantastic. Well, hey, Sarah, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background, all the good work you're doing over at Access Entertainment, of course, the uh, MEAs. I mean, that's all great stuff across the board. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, Um, share this with your friends and family. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. And, uh, Sarah, thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you.